episode 671, May 30th, 2023. Mike O'Mara, Radio Entertainment. This is the DLP Agenda. So Joe and our, our buddy Gary threw in an awesome party this past week, and Gary has, it's the best backyard I've ever been in. Would you, is that true? It's a great backyard. It's probably the best party I've ever been I mean, his party no, was insane. Amazing. His backyard, it's got a pool, a hot tub, all kinds of cool trees and landscaping, uh, an outdoor kitchen, a gazebo, several seating areas, a bar, and then a huge, like, lawn open grass to yeah where you'd be like Meriwether Post when you're yeah. sitting there that open up to a big stage where bands were playing they had a stage set up he hooked uh, all the electronic stuff into his Ford F-150 he ran that they had seven bands it was an eight hour thing it was called Michelle which is his wife is Michelle so Coachella like, Michelle yes. yeah 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 and she was doing outfit changes his, and bringing up the band yeah, his was, former girlfriend was there South by South X <laughs> 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 nice they had their kids in a uh, Cure cover band that Michelle named the Antidote. I said it's a good name. That's a great name. Very clever. So our uh, our buddy Henson was there. Now Henson, I think it's fair to say, Joe, he's the guy that doesn't get, doesn't get out much. No, he's right. a Jehovah's Witness, so he's not allowed so he's out a much. Good fucking time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We see him once a year at Jerry's at our Phineas football draft. Yeah. So Mac will rem- remember him from the early days of the Robin Jerry. There you go. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a Pete. former guest. Pete yeah. never gets out. I love Waldorf Pete, but once a year, I will pull him out of his mm-hmm. cave. But Henson was ready. Henson shows up, and he's got his. Uh, he shows up, in his words, blasting Bohemian Rhapsody in his car. He gets out of his car wearing his nicest little salmon shorts and checkerboard shirts. He's ready for summer. He has a bottle of wine in each hand, raises above his his head like he hosting the Lombardi True if you're carrying the Olympic flame. He sees Gary in the yard. He screams, Gary! He is ready. He gets there at 2.19 p.m. on Saturday for a party that starts 2 p.m. on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Yes! Holy shit! He sees them setting up and thinks he's just early. Let's fucking get this! Let's get it tomorrow. So you know what he does? He Stays. drops off the wine. Oh. He shows up the next day. Just keeps the same outfit on. He just rocks the same outfit. That's his one party outfit. Jesus. Well, okay, what's funnier? Him showing up a day earlier and still getting to attend? Yeah. Or he shows up on Monday? <laughs> what are we doing this? Let's do this. It already happened, dumbass. It's not happening at all. Or he could, like, uh, the viral video that was going around with the child stone-colding the two beers together and <laughs> yes. pouring them into his mouth, except the beers were glass. Uh. And... <laughs> Jesus, have you ever seen that video of the young man getting into the pool with the black 316 vest? So nice to finally all be back together. Yes. I got to get in chat here. Yeah, we got all of our classics in there. What's up, Tommy? Ticket, Sweet Kelsey, Hackman, the reason I get up in the morning, Ariel, Jen does love sports, Mm -hmm. and Harry, Ukrainian men. Tommy Ticket, sorry to hear about the fist fight. Oh, sounds uh, fun. Yeah, it sounds like a damn good I'm time. I'm wondering because, you know, we... By the way, if you are a patron at the... What is it? The $10 level, you get free tickets to a, a murder... Is that how it works? I think so, Robbie. Is and that how it I works? Think it's, 
We should revisit those uh, and then things. At the, and then at the twenty dollar level, I th- am I right that it's is there or it's fifty? There's one that you get. You just get lifetime. Yeah, you right? get lifetime. You, just you get, get like season tickets. As yeah, long as it's go. not sold out, we'll just give you a comp if you are a fifty. I think it's a fifty dollar member, something like that. And don't forget for that fifty dollar level too is one of my favorite things. As a former patron, now member of the show, fifty bucks you get to steer the show. Our old pal Shumik, one of the founding fathers, uh, you get to submit a topic for us to talk about for you. So if And we have to say yes. So if you're a $50 member, yeah. you get to basically uh, book the show. Yeah, so, I wonder because we had some gives, and of course I never double-checked to make sure that we'll they... We'll check in on them. I know, we, I know we gave tickets to Tom Nutty. I didn't see him there, did you? I didn't. I know we gave uh, to Dean Norris uh, who uh, on Patreon who messaged. He had a great time. Thank oh, you cool, for that. Cool. So it was a fabulous show. We had actually, we, this party we just referenced, Joe and I went there right after the uh, the murder mystery. It was an earlier start time. It wasn't a necessarily started off fabulous for me. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, that was the most... Mm-hmm. That was the... I, I've made one other mistake it wasn't nearly as agree this is the most egregious mistake i've ever made there was a stressful pre-show i've forgotten um i've forgotten uh awards before i've right. forgotten pens one time i forgot the monitor for <gasps> sing for your life that was yeah. pretty stressful i went to we ran to best buy bought a monitor I used it that. and returned it that was the most stressful thing i did this time and, and keep in mind robbie was not at the yeah, show robbie wasn't here robbie's Rob- usually yeah. the one that brings the sound yeah. on his laptop so i just forgot my laptop and the laptop has every single song we play <laughs> sound every cue. single sound cue right every sound effect everything necessary necessary to run run the show and we're sitting there we're almost there and we do the ways to figure out how long it's going to take Katie to run back home and back. Oh. She's going to miss. She'll miss the first right. forty minutes of the show, so, which uh, we so can't have happen. I mean, can't she's, do it. She's not going to make it back in time. So, I get the hot call from you, mm-hmm. and you ring me, and I could hear by the sound in your voice. Oh, panic! S- uh, something like, and I and I thought it, it, in my head, I was like, I, I think you forgot something. Maybe the the duster. For the detective, maybe. Oh shit, <laughs> we don't have the team. Sheets. Even a script wouldn't be a problem. Even, Even the script, team sheet yeah. wouldn't I be a problem. I can read yeah, off my print. fucking maybe phone. Print yeah, we can. There's we, a printer. You forgot the laptop. Yeah, and that, like you said, has everything. So you hang up. Katie might drive back. The logistics don't work out, and it occurs to me: I just bought a laptop. I just bought a laptop mm-hmm. to travel with, and. Well, why say, you, yeah, go ahead and say what you say what you suggested. I'm going to tell you what I then I had to do. I say, well, how about this? Let me just get there. I pop the laptop open. I could download the program if I could find a free version of it. If we have the audio anywhere, we could dump it onto this thing. I mm-hmm. could rebuild the soundboard, and we get there. And luckily, Rob is already on top of stuff. Robbie has helped Rob from behind the scenes get a Dropbox of all the files. Robbie sends everything. Rob forwards that to me, and I'm trying to download a program to play these godforsaken sound clips yeah. off of, and this is a brand new laptop. So yeah, it didn't laptop- have when he pulled it up, and I saw the what's the the opening screen, the wallpaper, where, the wallpaper. There's two icons it's on it. Barren. I go, yeah. what the fuck? Dude? It's the cleanest. And instead of him laptop. saying it's a brand new, he didn't tell me later until it's brand new. He goes, I like to keep my shit clean. Oh, <laughs> but still. I like to keep my shit clean. You'll never see more than four icons on my screen. Keep it fresh. You've already deleted that uh, all software. He doesn't have Google Chrome on there. Oh, I 100% already deleted it. I like to keep that thing running nice. Defrag that hard drive, fellas. So this thing's brand new. It has all of its security protocols set up. Yeah. So you're suggesting a very valid piece of software that will play the sound. 
I get in there. Mm -hmm. Microsoft, are you sure you trust this website? Yes, I do. It wouldn't work on my Mac. Sorry, we don't think you can. (laughs) Uh, We we don't trust it, so you're not going to trust it. God damn it. I try and download this other program. It starts (laughs) doing the, hey... Prove to me you're not a robot. <laughs> Click all the images that are ice cream. Like, God damn it. Meanwhile, doors open in five minutes. It's the yeah. time. Oh, man. And I was worried, down. of course, because here's the thing. Like, a lot is on Justin. I really yes. don't try to fuck with Justin on game day. Yeah. Especially every so once in a while. I go, hey, man, this is going on. And I fucking... Hey, you should check this <laughs> yeah. Reddit thread out. Right, right. <laughs> so I really don't I try to do five it. minutes. Now I have Justin <laughs> literally under... There's only one person I think that's going to handle this kind of stress worse, and that's the guy in charge of it, Robbie. <laughs> but, well, let me just say this. Let me go back a little bit. Yeah. So the only way for us to get these sound clips is Robbie. Sometimes I'll have a yeah. file because you've already sent them to me, but and I was searching for that, but I don't think, Robbie, that, that there there was any... I don't think you'd sent those. I think you had to put them in the Dropbox, correct? I, I Yeah, every every last one of them. And some of them are, are recycled from the first newly dead game. Still, but we can't. But not, right. no. so, so, the ones that mattered weren't. But I was trying to reach Robbie, and I know my Robbie. Like It wouldn't have surprised me if Robbie just put his phone down and never looked at it again. That wouldn't have surprised me. So yeah. the, the idea of being able to... Now, I need Mimi's phone number, Robbie, because what if there's another emergency? And of course, good point. Robbie also... I'm also stressed because I know Robbie... I'm in crisis, but when I reach him, he's not going to be kind to me. He's going <laughs> to—I mean, don't know—but he wasn't that bad. He was. He, he, I think you stepped up. He, yeah, and so he did exactly what he was mm. supposed to do. Thank you. Otherwise, mm. I don't know what the fuck we would have done. I have no idea what we. I would have had to been like, ring, 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 ring. No, really, there's only one, tr- one. There well, we really, could a, down, a, a phone sound effect. You could just play on YouTube. We yeah, I know. We but all that stuff that you're doing, yeah. I was trying to yeah. like. Am I gonna maybe uh, Joe Stamboni might? But it just seemed like God. This is a lot. When there's only only one screw up. I was trying to find that little clip, Robbie, where Mimi says, please hold for Dr. Robinson. And I kept yeah. playing that thing that you recorded. It says answer and hold. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't find that. And I kept playing you and I couldn't. And of course, we're, this is new and Stan Boney couldn't get it turned off. Yeah. But we ended up making that work. That was really the only glitch. In, I forgot the laptop. We had one glitch. In that moment yeah. while we're trying to rebuild everything, I felt like Theo the villainous hacker from Die Hard 1 that was trying to break through the firewall to get the bearer box. Yes, yes. And I I kind of felt alive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I did you a favor. I, I yeah. kind of felt like alive, like Tommy's trying to talk to me, and I got Stamboni coming up to me, and someone else is wanting to shoot the breeze, and I'm just flying through. I'm like, no, I'm hacking the mainframe. Yeah. We're through one firewall, like, and I'm just trying to upload a fart sound. And well, we got it done with time to spare. Yeah. With time to spare, yeah. We jacked that fucking thing in, and it worked out. We and the show was an absolute fucking ten. If you I think that might have helped the show. Because you're we lucky were, I was home. Yeah. No, I know. No. We were so ready at that point to. We'd been through enough already. It's like we were battle tested. You yeah, know? You we've been almost, through a game seven. We were down by tw- ten. We're fine now for the actual. Yeah, we're game. ready yeah. to go. Yeah, yeah there, there's no ring rust. Mm. Anything. You ever almost get in a car accident? Yeah. And yeah, you don't, and you are so fucking alive. Oh yeah! I about nine yeah. times on the way home from Brightbox at two yeah. thirty a.m. <laughs> as I've gone into a grass ditch and back on the road, I'm like, yeah. I'm up. I don't need um, anything. Yeah. So I am. It's a great show. For bear not, place is packed to the fucking rafters. Real quick, not that I want to go in this direction, but you know how many times I've almost gotten into a car accident? How many? Twenty. 40 times. 40? Yeah. yeah. Is it because you're falling asleep or you're no, texting? Texting, not yeah. looking, Mine's not paying attention, sleep. being a bad driver. I got pulled over on the way to Gary's from Oh, you Doobies. did? And I, you know, there's been a lot of times in my life where I would not want to be pulled over for various... <laughs> right, reasons. Drinking. Yeah. I, had a, I had a run, and this is back when I was teaching driving, where I... It was a different you. I wouldn't... 
I my tags were dead. And you know why I, I didn't go to the DMV and take care of it? Because of that, because you have any money? No, no, yeah, well, I, I, I didn't. I, but that's not—it's not, it's not that expensive. It, let me give another guess. You didn't because know because you DMV figured as soon was. as they as soon as they caught you, then you would do it. No, okay. Because I, I just, I just wake up hungover and not feel like doing it. I would put <laughs> it off. Sheer I laziness. just kept put sheer laziness. You I think uh, you both know this story. There was a very uh, mm. famous uh, life hack from an old '98 Rock employee that he never did that. Never went and updated his tags. <laughs> Because he'd go downstairs and would change it with a sharpie. Oh, that's yeah. I pretty yeah. sure much sure, sure right. I know who that person caught is. him in the parking lot, uh, <laughs> changing a three to an eight, uh, trying to change yep. a zero to a nine. Yeah, yeah. you realize well, he, that number's a lot larger. Yeah. yeah, but if he ever gets pulled over, he or she, I don't know. Yeah, uh, if, if if Amelia ever gets pulled, just kidding. <laughs> not Amelia, uh, of course not. Nah. Um, no, if this person ever gets pulled over. They're going to know they changed their tags, right? Then and they're in real like, trouble. That's yeah, a, that's yeah. an actual crime. Yeah, probably. now you're in trouble. Like well, switching hey. tags. Yeah, now you're in prison. making forty dollars. You're actually making this. Yes, you're making the license plates you should have yeah. done. No, he definitely got pulled yeah. over and got in a ton of trouble. But I was sober. <laughs> I knew everything was legal. It's a new car. What I, were you pulled over for? I was going seventy-five and a sixty-five, and then the road route ten switched to fifty-five, uh, and I oh, yeah. and I didn't, and I just realized that I saw this cop, and I slowed down. And he pulled me over, and I, you know, I had everything ready. I knew exactly where my registration was. I've had many times that hasn't been the case. How much pussy have you eaten tonight, sir? And uh, I was, he goes, he was super, <laughs> you know, I got the body cam on. Is that fine? I'm like, absolutely, sir. I was going 75. You're right, absolutely. I was wrong, you know. And he goes, well, was, have you gotten many tickets? I go, it's been, it's probably been 20 years since the speedy ticket. Yeah. I go, it's been years. He goes, all right, I'll probably just give you a warning. Came back, gave me a warning as all. Oh, that's cool. But so I felt, it almost made me feel like, I was almost happy to be pulled over. Yes. Because I was like, yeah, go ahead. It's like when you lose. Find your, something. Go yeah. ahead, dig through my yeah. trunk. Oh, fuck, I forgot that was there. Yeah. And <laughs> now we have to find someone else to help us out on Tuesdays. So the show is full. Uh, the audience was raucous. That first act of the newly dead game two is just so it's fun. nuclear hot. Mm. And um, as the show goes on, one of my favorite things that we do in the show, and, and Rob always nicely volleys something up for me to hit somebody with, as poor Robbie dies, <laughs> is that you usually have some sort Listen of... Listen to the bonus for Robbie Health Update. Sex, yeah, by <laughs> the way. Yeah, yes, to answer somebody's question on there, Tommy Tickets, there are some explicit Japan stories on Patreon. You'll get a little bit on this, mm. this episode, too. You will cue me up for usually something sexual mm -hmm. that I will then find some octogenarian <laughs> that I know full well mm -hmm. has no idea what a goatsy is. Mm -hmm. And I could ask them, sir, do you know what a, you know, what's pegging? Right. Yeah. And half you, the audience knows. Right. Do you know what an is. Alabama dumpster yeah. is? Right. And they're right. all laughing because they yeah. can't wait to hear this person try to. Robbie, you know. goddamn, if Tommy didn't beat me to the punch on this one. <laughs> oh, and my God. He hit this couple in the front with a cruise missile at mm. the end of... Well, it uh, wasn't a metaphor. It was no, a it was a direct <laughs> act. Yeah. There was no double entendre. There was no illusion. It was at the end of their song. They did They did an like, awesome God, mashup. I don't even want to say what it was. They it killed is. it. So when people First hear time it, they've yeah. done this, yeah. and a, their own remixed version of a pretty famous song. You haven't seen it come out. You'll yeah. love it. And, okay, you got young people that are going to laugh at something vile. Yeah. You got the super old people to hear, you know, ha-ha, it's funny to hear a 90-year-old have to say ass to mouth. Yeah. This couple was in that uncomfortable age range of about 
58 to 61. Right. Mm-hmm. To where the hair Not wasn't sure what totally they gray. We're getting into. She had a very mom sweater. Yeah. I think she cuts her own hair to save money. <laughs> he still has a couple of years before he retires from the factory. They never miss church on Sunday. Right. This is one of those couples that I worried <laughs> that they know nothing of DLP. But they do enjoy a good murder mystery. And they're front and center. <laughs> they they saw one. This is not a front. Right. Dead. I center. mean, they, the fucking sniper scope of yeah. Tommy <laughs> sees his target. He pulls the trigger and fires off a eat your pussy from the back bullet. As he's leaned down. He's, oh, yeah, he's, he's probably head. six inches from her face. Yeah. <laughs> the look that she made. Robbie. Yeah. Dude. The look on this woman's face. I, it's not horror. It's not shock. It's not even appalled. If she could have snapped her fingers and disappeared and been <laughs> yes. anywhere else. Yes. You'd been like, you know what? I'm out. Like You, you can think see she's she, ever had that done to her? No. Uh, <laughs> let's hope it was the first time. I don't think I mean, they knew that that was possible. By mm-hmm. the way, I've... You can do that? But no Wait, one's ever on. done that. What he did in that... There was, it didn't make sense conversation-wise. <laughs> it wasn't like it was, oh, that's what you would say next. But the audience liked yes. it. <laughs> but it was, fuck, it was incredible. And I yes. leaned into it to try and be like, hey, I know what just happened. I'm getting nothing. <laughs> oh, oh, everyone oh, oh, oh. around them are all having a fucking yeah. knee-slapping laugh. They'll never be And bad. I'm not getting anything. Now, it's not anger. It's not anger. They're not upset. Shock. They are <laughs> shocked. They don't know what happened. It's it's the same face like you walk in on your parents fucking. <laughs> yeah. Level of, yeah. Oh, oh, I didn't know that's a thing I that mean, they did. I mean, it happens, but I didn't want to see it. I that didn't want to yeah. know. I didn't want to yeah, know, you know that the, that's what happened. At the beginning of the show, when I do that announcement, I always do that, the joke where I go, hey, just so you'll know, the show's rated R, so if you're easily offended, you know, and I don't know. I don't know. It's too late, I guess, right? Yeah. That's a joke. But it's real. It is yeah. too late, I guess. You know, I've never seen anybody get up and go, I didn't know I, that was I, I did go to uh, Google and Yelp to see any of McGooby's reviews <laughs> and nothing. So Not even yeah. good ones because it was a 10 out of 10. No, there's yeah. rarely a review. I, 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 well, I usually go just to see, like, one, this was not our show, but, like, one woman said that we were seated so close and I had my mask on, but I had to take it off to to t- have my two-drink minimum. And, I'm, and I left and got COVID. And Andrew's like... Well, uh, almost 100% of the population has gotten COVID, and you have no idea where you got it from. And he just, like, saw him there. <laughs> he didn't say, I'm sorry, Were you okay? vaccinated? Right. He just, just fucking answered it. You know yeah. what I would love to do? Yeah. With, with music, Robbie, maybe produced the responses of Andrew Unger on one of these shows, <laughs> but, like, with a dramatic reading. <laughs> yeah. Like, we have, like, a voice actor, like, really nicely fucking deliver them. I will say one quick thing before we move on to the rest of what well, Thank you all that, that came out. Ariel. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Out, everybody. Tony Thornton. Yes. Tony Mimser. Thornton actually had a team name that referenced what Tommy said. It was Jesus. I didn't know it was big, him. Big but fan I, of Tony yeah, Thornton. Yeah, but it made the finals mm-hmm. of one of the funniest yeah. ones. Yeah. Well, after you finish, I want to talk about what I really thought was the funniest team name. Go okay. ahead. So you do do the preamble where you go, hey, this is a pretty fucking hardcore right, radio right, yeah. show. Yeah. The only thing I would change in your preamble, because you set the table nicely, I wouldn't say anymore that you win a prize, tickets to a future show. It's a pretty shitty prize. I didn't yeah. say. I, did I say that? Yeah, me and yeah. me and Jess. I've like, never okay. said that before. I know. Oh, first you time hadn't. I ever said yeah. that. I yeah, was like, yeah. the first time don't, don't yeah. tell yeah. them. Yeah, that's a that shitty wasn't prize. great. Right. I don't know. I was feeling myself because I'm yeah. <laughs> the best <laughs> I'd ever done. The laptop worked. Yeah, <laughs> everything's fine. We got yeah. clearance to land. Yeah. I was like, hey. don't tell them it's a shitty prize. I want it back. Point taken. No, that's not a shitty prize. It's a great prize. It's a great prize. It's like getting your pussy ate from the back. Yeah. Speaking of a great prize, um, the you know we do this thing where 
uh, we think we pick names that the audience likes, and then we choose randomly out of those names. We don't yeah. really necessarily pick the funniest team name. We, we narrow it down. We narrow it down, and then we usually we do it randomly. But if if we're not if the pick, picking out isn't hilarious, because normally we have somebody reach into Eric's pants or something yeah. like that, yeah. you know. But we, if we're just picking it out, we should probably do the funniest team name. Now, the team that won did have a funny name. There's a reference to Katie working at an IHOP, yeah. and then somebody had a team name and said, I never saw a waitress that looked like that working at IHOP. Something yeah. like that. It was funny. Clever, Everybody, but not right. as funny as yeah. some of the, the there other. There was somebody that said, hey, my mom's trying to get laid. Anybody interested, give her a call, 240-555. They, they, they gave number. her her phone number. It looked like a real number. A hundred percent. I don't I mean, know. It wasn't it. like a 555. No, well, I'm saying 555. Right, right, 100% exactly. was a real number. Yeah. So <laughs> that team, apologies if you're listening and that was yeah. your team. You know, I'm sorry. That was a great team. Do you have the sheet? I, I, oh, I took they, a photo of it. I've if, got it. If they left there, if they left there, do we call them? I was thinking. That. Do you want to call them on the next episode? Call the mom. Call yeah. the number. I saved the number. I've got it. Do yeah. we? Do we text first? Do we call them and say, "Hey, your team name was great. You're getting tickets." Yeah, the yeah. I, I do want to do that. Let's figure I do this want to out. Do that. I, you know what? I mean? right. I'll even send a text first and kind yeah. of you know butter the muffin a little bit. But, is, time. but is it? Their number or the mom's well, number? It's the mom's mom. Number. They can say, hey, yeah. I don't know if you were at a murder mystery, but your kids were. <laughs> and they think yeah. you need to get a dick down. Yeah, and, and uh, I'll do one of two things as a prize. <laughs> if you're a $5. Hey, I'm single. Yeah, how about this? Uh, one of the hosts of the show will fuck you. If you're a $50 <laughs> member, we're adding a new $100 we will fuck you tier. <laughs> so you get to pick which host of the show and... Maybe Tommy, maybe oh. Eric. But uh, it was... Yeah, Ariel, it was good great. team name. Yeah, Bitches Ari- be shopping, bussies be popping. That yeah. was a great name. I loved it. God, that was another Jen, great name. Jen uh, was there, uh, was on... Was at, uh, audience Jen, her yeah. husband Justin, they yeah. came out to the um, In Your House, Dork Dynasty mm-hmm. in, uh, invades Dave Dennis's place. And I won't spend a ton of time on this because we got too much to get we to. We got a lot. We got a lot of trips that we came back from and all kinds of stuff. We had a real fun, productive DLP business meeting the other day. Oh, yeah. yeah. And... Not just for this show. You're going to hear some brand new, fresh elements soon. We think we've added about as many new shows to Patreon as we are. Yeah, we'll probably max out for a while. What we're going to do is just make them great. Some new production. But Rob... Are we firing somebody? Someone's getting let go. Someone else is being hired. They'll come to find out soon enough. (laughs) And you have this awesome piece of software for the office trivia that you do with Keck yes. mm-hmm. that we're going to soon enough fold in to the murder mysteries yeah. and for team names and stuff. Yes. I think we're going to evolve the team name sheet where instead of taking Eric's big sweaty BVDs and stuffing a handful of paper down right. there, we're going to start having this stuff be digital and you're going to be able to do it from your phones mm-hmm. and you're going to be able to vote like one of those jackbox.tv quiplash games. Yep. This software Rob has lined up is fucking Excellent. You'll see it for the Seinfeld trivia too, June fifteenth. with Spiegel. And again, do me a favor: buy tickets to this thing as many as you can. I got to see literally two hours ago, or an hour and a half ago, some of the questions and how it's answered. It it it's so clean and easy. It's gonna and be fun. Bar trivia. You don't need to download an app or anything. You don't need, to do, just, you don't need to do anything. You show up, you mm-hmm. scan, you play, mm-hmm. you win, you laugh. I'm gonna be there. Spiegel's gonna be there. But the podcast is gonna evolve. We're coming up on one year together next week. It's gone by fast. We're coming up on 10 years for the murder mystery. And that meeting we had right outside this window, the shit we have planned. Yeah. I knew this summer was going to be good. This fall's going to be great. This winter's going to be fucking awesome. So get involved in the Patreon. Come to the June 15th Magooby show. If Mm -hmm. you need to find a link to it, 
You can go to Justin98Rock on Instagram, and it is in my bio. Just click the thing in the bio. It's in my story. Spiegel's excited. I would really consider it a favor because we got a lot of other stuff with JSS this summer, and I don't want this thing to get swallowed up. So you, the DLP family, come on out to that. Come to all the JSS stuff. But fuck did this show go off. I mean, I'm having people throw their arms around us at the end it of the damn good. thing. Tommy and Eric murdered. Sean was great. All my fucking MCW Maryland Championship wrestling buddies were there. Yes. Terrifying individuals. New, new friends of the last two years were there. And they're, and That's they're, right. That's they're right. Significant I, talked others. To, I talked to Menzer. You talked to Menzer? I talked you? to I tell you, I, I gave Menzer and the fiance and everybody else. I told them the DLP Patreon menu of shows has grown. You got standard DLP, DLP Patreon, Laughs Count Anywhere, Dork Dynasty, Story Time with Tommy Simbazo, That Time of the Month with Katie, which we'll talk about in a second. Mm -hmm. And I went over to Menzer's table and I said, you know, these two here are responsible for a new show, <laughs> Story Time with Tommy Simbazo. Oh, yeah. these, were, these were our fucking canaries in the coal mine when an extremely fucked up Tommy Simbazo, <laughs> who will one day get in legal trouble and need <laughs> Rice Murthaposaurus, your sure. personal injury lawyers, shout out Randolph my, Rice, my real dad, go to ricelawmd.com slash my real dad, that he told these stories to fucking Minzer and his friends. It was about a six hour story. And <laughs> uh, every minute of it amazing. And because of that night, we yeah. now have this great new show with Tommy. And I went over to the table on Sunday and I said, these two right here, mm -hmm. They were our test audience for this one show. So we it's their fault. <laughs> it's, it's, it's their fault or it's their honor. Their, their honor, yeah. They, they helped launch dude, this thing. Menzer was stoked that there's a story time with Tommy Simbazo. And thank you, and Tommy, two weeks for uh, doing, you know, being on the main show. Uh, LARPing, I had uh, Holy shit. my friend from the threesome story text me, oh, my God, I want to do LARPing now. So people, uh, you've introduced people to this world thank you to katie last week dude uh, can we talk about very briefly that time of the month with katie it's katie's chance to come on katie mm -hmm. robinson to just sort of respond and retort mm -hmm. to like some of the stories we tell and the digs we take and also for her like if you know she continues to hopefully enjoy doing it moving forward comment on like dork dynasty shit and laughs count anywhere stuff anything in our universe it's her Recap. You know how The Walking Dead had The Talking Dead? Yes. Right. That's kind of what I want that time of the month with Katie to be, where she's going to kind of recap all things die laughing and get to agree or, you know, give a counterpoint or mm -hmm. whatever. And Joe can't retort. It, none of us can retort. No. Because, I mean, if you listen to this ask, last episode, we asked, you know, hey, what are some of the times that, you know, Joe said something on the show that got under your skin? What are times that I said something that got under your skin or mm -hmm. anything that any of the DLP satellite right. had done? And... Ariel, especially, I, God, I love you, Ariel, that I come to realize over the past few years as a broadcaster on 98, mm -hmm. I got some strengths. But one of my weaknesses is I am not a good interviewer. I'm not. I My questions are too long. You're no Barbara Walters. I'm not Baba Walha. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not fucking Lipton. I'm not. I'm, I'm not Mark Marin. I'm not. I just I don't ask good questions. Howard Stern. They're, I'm not Stern. I'm not Rogan. I'm not. I don't ask good questions, and they're too long. I sometimes answer the question. Like there was also there's there's been some shit between myself and Chris Jericho, that some of it falls on some of it falls in my lap for not starting with a simple question. How have you been? Yeah. How's the album? Ease into it. How'd you get into town? Mm -hmm. I sometimes have this fucking grandiose. The last Jericho interview, for example, go and listen to it. Yeah. Where I go. 
The year was 2017, and you come into this studio, and da, 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 and I remember looking <laughs> upon your face, and I, three it's minutes like, later, yeah. I asked a Jeez, question. Not about yet. you, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Chris went, rightfully yeah. so, he's like, that's how you're starting this interview? Not, <laughs> he hey, said that. how are you, yeah. Chris? And he had every right to be like, yeah. hey, how about you fucking ask a question? And for whatever reason, and maybe it was just because of the comfort and the calm of Katie, I was actually able to learn to interview better mm-hmm. on that show. Well, and you I, guys are friends too. We're that friends, matters. Yeah. And, and I love her, and she's family. And in in her passion funny because she told me she thought you asked shitty questions. God, yeah, why so long? Damn, Katie Jericho. Get <laughs> <laughs> episode title. Why two K? All right. Yes. Why two Katie? The face that runs the place, the Millennium Woman. But yes, thank you everybody that uh, helped out recently. We're back. We're doing Patreon this week. We're doing Patreon next week. Back to back. How was Hawaii? It was great, and it's you know I was staying in this. The sa- I was there a year and a half ago, and I was in Kauai, and then basically the same place right here in, in Waikiki, Honolulu, oh, at the sister hotel right across the street. So I was familiar with that area. And granted, it, it, it is like a touristy part, but I guess I feel like I love it there because I've been there at two points in my life that you know we were on the heels of this Alaska trip that I hadn't done a military tour in a while with Tommy Davidson. And that yeah. tour went so well and the shows are so great and it's so rewarding. And then it's rare on any of these trips where you have any downtime. And I literally had like three days at the end to just That's do whatever I wanted. Awesome. So that was just so, and I'd never been to Hawaii and that was awesome. And then this was, you know, the Keckner show. I mean, we're really there. Obviously we're there because of, of Keckner's stardom and his career, but the office trivia show is the thing that I created. It, it's, we wouldn't be there without that. We do all these other shows, but that has afforded us more shows and more venues, and that's sort of changed. And more pay. And more pay. So we're there because of that. So it, in both times, it's been like a good moment in like my career. So I And then you learn about getting around and where to go and stuff. And Can I ask you a quick question mm-hmm. about Hawaii? I only went once. Yeah. I went once years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Evan hadn't been born. It was 2015. It was summer of 2015 because Mudge was three months pregnant. And we went to the main island, Honolulu. Yeah. Is that it? Oh, hot. Oahu, Oahu is yeah. that it? Mm-hmm. So we we go there. I was, it was obviously it's it's Hawaii. It's fucking beautiful, right? The amount of homeless. How do you end up homeless in like an island nation that far <laughs> off the mainland? You know, it's interesting you say that because I was just talking to somebody who lives in Denver and they have a ton of homeless. And mm-hmm. I always said, why the hell would you be homeless in Denver? Right now, clearly, You're just camping now. You got to yeah. get somewhere. Yeah. Well, it also gets real cold. Yeah, like, and, you, I, and I swear, you I said, might not survive a season. I said, no. if I were homeless, I try to get myself. I'd beg to get to Hawaii. That's where I'd want to get it. Because really, yeah, all you're really doing is just hanging out on the beach. Well, no, I if get, you're homeless in Denver, you just you know get to Arizona. Get to somewhere. You know, I would yeah, say right, if you're right, homeless right. in D.C. or Baltimore, get to Florida. Get, right, right, right. Just keep get going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get yeah. to SoCal. All you do is right. walk. Like, exactly. How did you, yeah. How'd you get there? Right. Yeah. Like, I know it's expensive mm. to fly there. And you look and go, oh, fuck, I don't have money to get back. <laughs> I live here now. But I was I was pretty shocked. Like, were there, did you see? Like, I didn't I didn't really see any. And we got off. We went to this Moana Falls, which is sort of in, you know, kind of like in a neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, and. So, and you, the houses, you can see them. They're not as nice. They're not super rich areas. Some of the hobos, by the way, look sun-kissed. Yes. That some of them <laughs> look like uh, you got to get into a shelter to not get a tan. Rather leathery. Yeah. yeah we, right. A little dark. Like Magda from uh, Something About Mary. Yeah. A little dark. 
But I got to do things. Last time I was just sort of just feeling things out. But did Diamond Head, did this Moana Falls. It's good hiking. It's You know, you feel like you're actually seeing things and doing. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're getting exercise. But we did make one mistake. You know, we go to the concierge. Dave was there with his girlfriend. And rally, he wanted to go to Pearl Harbor and do all this other stuff. I'm like, I'm good. Um, I say, what about a dinner cruise? She goes, yeah, they got this deal and this and this. She goes, one of those little cruises to nowhere that just go out and come back. It while goes out. It's it's two hours. They give you a meal. And she goes, do you want to pay like 30 bucks extra where you're sat on uh, like the bow of the ship? You're for a sat view. at a window. Now, there's you can leave your table and go upstairs and be like on the so you, you can you can always get a view. And we're like, nah, we're good. And this bitch should have told us the truth. Because this was a fucking shit event. Oh, really? Yeah. It's 200 bucks a person. Okay. And we get there. We walk to this other hotel where you got to get this bus and you got to get a sticker. And it just feel it felt cheap. Right. And then we get there and we get sat and we're like, oh, we're sat with strangers. Okay. And that's not good for Dave. No, no, no it's no. not. That's one of the do reasons. Do they recognize I, I don't like doing fucking yeah. hibachi grills where they do the whole right. catch the shrimp in the mouth. I and do. I, I, I don't like it because <laughs> I don't want to be fucking surrounded yeah. by people I don't know. Yeah. I want to talk and hang out with the people that I came with, not have to make fucking friends with, you know, uh, uh, Curtis and Melanie from Montana. <laughs> well, we would have had that if the concierge would have told us that's the real perk of getting the other table. That you're fucking with your party. Okay. Oh, gotcha. Well, you should have said yeah. that. Okay. So, and he even said later, Dave, like, we should have, we should have just left right then. Like, just right then. Just go, let me, let yes. me off the plane. Yeah. Let me, ask you let me off the boat. Excuse was me. it your idea? It was my idea. That sucks. Yes. So, we're with a table of five. It's, we figured this out later. It's a, it's a couple. And then there are two sons or two, I think it's a boy, it's a boy and a girl. They, they might be twins, not identical, but they're both. They graduated from college. This is their gift. And then there was another kid. Maybe he was the younger brother. And they're like looking at their phone. It's just you can tell they sort of are wondering who's that. And by the way, the meal that they give you, the, you know what the best part of the meal? The fucking Hawaiian roll. Jesus. That was you <laughs> the get thing a, you could buy right, a bag what of was right. four bucks. The meal was you get a Mai Tai, which is fine, and you get a Hawaiian roll, and then you get... I'm sure the, I'm sure the bartender had a heavy pour. You got this shitty... No, barbecue yeah. chicken, this steak that you would never fucking eat. Right. These uh, lame mashed potatoes, yeah. uh, and then crab legs. And by the way, I... I am bad at opening things in general. Like, <laughs> 10% of the time I open something, Gets like stores, I fucking packages, break it. Your yeah, emotions packages, to yeah. Else. yeah. So crab legs, you could get... I mean, I would kill myself. You might as well have safe. Yeah, you, you might, right. <laughs> I'm, just it's squirting on me. I'm like, it's just it. fucking pissing me You're off. You're holding right? it like a cigar. The meal or shit. So at one point, that family gets up and they like wave and I'm like... Uh, so I just say goodbye and then I realize, wait... We're at sea. Where, where are they yeah, going? Yeah. Nowhere. There's nowhere to go. And then the husband comes back and is like, hey, we know him, right? Like, He's right fucking here. So then, yeah, we have to go through all that. And then the other the son comes back. Yeah, I knew it was you. And I was like, we know. And, and now we have a half hour of just uh. sitting each other. And it's just. And then they have live performances. There's nowhere to go. Like, yeah, there's well, no. Well, I went upstairs and. Observation you, no, deck. No, you got good photos and you got all that shit. But for Which is a getaway. But for 200 bucks, I could have. I, I got right. better photos on fucking Diamond Head and Moana Faz and that. Yeah. free. So, right. right. You, just, you just do it. So, there's a performance. Like, you got you to gotta be back for the performance. Do it's, I? It's 60 years of a 
Polynesian love affair. And it takes you through all these things. At one point, for 10 minutes, there's a guy on stage dancing and doing YMCA. Oh He's just doing God. that. You know, like, this favorite. is the worst shit. This is and he, Dave kept looking at me and goes, it keeps getting worse, doesn't it? It's so good. This it's just, is yeah, so, it's so fucking awful. Yeah, right. <laughs> now, was the, this was the origin of this was your idea. Yes. Is Dave mad at you? No, he's like, because it was so bad, it was like, this is rich. This is, yep. <laughs> well, of course, of course we're going to do YMCA. Of course they uh, are, Of right? course you are. Oh, and, then, and there's the Neil Diamond. Right. Let me guess, a little journey, don't stop Every, believing. People are well. standing up and clapping. I'm not standing up. But I'm not, not, not going to participate. Is there a Polynesian in the village people? Like, why is that even part of what they're know. doing? Did they do any Don Ho? They, Did they? They, no, they just had like... Like they met and then they, they met and they fell in love on a boat. Ugh. And then this couple's on stage, some song plays, and then they went to the mainland. And this, it's, I'm not following who gives a fuck. It's right, so right. not interesting. You know, what would have been a nightmare if there was a fucking comic. Oh, yeah. What if there was a yeah. fucking stand up? <laughs> yeah. That would have been, I mean, yeah. if you're on that cruise, yeah. a dinner cruise to nowhere, mm -hmm. either you're at the beginning of your career or it didn't work out. And in the yep. audience are two national headliners. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine of being seeing you're a stand up right. on stage and you look out and there's fucking Dave Keckner and his boy, mm -hmm. who's probably Keckner quality. And you got to think to yourself, oh, fuck. Thank God that didn't happen. One thing happened that was funny that led to a funny conversation that almost salvaged that uh, dinner cruise. Be right back. Hey, it's Justin here from the DLP Agenda podcast, and we are proud to announce that we have partnered with Rice Mirtha Pasaurus, your official injury lawyers. Go to RiceLawMD.com right now. They've gotten over $100 million recovered for their clients. Say, for example, you're one of the co-hosts of the show. Say Joe Robinson, for example, who has no idea that the other members of the show know that he's been embezzling from the company for years, stealing money from the Patreon account, and myself and Rob have plans to attack him with an aluminum baseball bat one night when he comes out of his favorite bar. We're going to beat him around the legs and the wrists, maybe in the chest and at the base of the neck. He's going to want to contact RiceLawMD.com to sue us. Did he deserve it? Yes. Was it illegal? Absolutely. And he's going to get the settlement he deserves with Rice, Mirtha, and Pesaurus, the official injury lawyers. So if you've been injured or eventually going to be by your co-host who you think don't know that you've been stealing money out of the till, you need to go to RiceLawMD.com dot com today rice mirtha and pasaurus your official injury lawyers contact them today ricelawmd.com backslash we're gonna beat joe with a bat so the mc's like uh it's my favorite season it's now gemini season because i guess who we're all the gemini's out there and well i got a birthday and this uh, girl's next was yeah it's my birthday are they gonna start doing age of and aquarius like, who gives and a fuck <laughs> this old lady in the back yells Today's my actual birthday. And I'm like, who fucking gives a shit? <laughs> who gives so a on the shit? So on the way back, you know, we're like, me and Dave are like, you know what would be funny? You know, we've all seen Groundhog Day. Yeah, yeah. But what if... Ned Ryerson? For us to get out of this day repeating itself, we have to convince someone to throw her off the fucking boat. <laughs> <laughs> Probably wouldn't be that hard. Yeah. God, that'd be a great sequel to Groundhog Day. Yeah, like, that's a great fucking movie. How do we get We're like, do you, through, do you tell you she has a bomb? What do you fucking do? Like, through multiple yes. lifetimes, how do you get someone to lob this <laughs> yes. bitch into the ocean? Oh, my God. So the food was bad. Food was bad. Literally, the best thing was the bread. And then we, then we got back, and we fucking ran into these chicks. I don't know how we started talking to them, but they were a fucking lot. It was... It was this girl's 40th birthday. Were they under the impression they were interesting? Oh, yes. I can. I, you want to yes. see me crawl up a fucking wall. 
show me a group of women or men, but more often women, that <laughs> are under the impression they're interesting. And they were drunk and uninteresting. Ugh. And they, it's the one girl, she lives in Japan. She's American, but I think okay. her husband's in the military. And then there was another girl that organized the trip. They're all from San Diego. And there's two other girls that know the birthday girl, but they don't know the other girl. And I got the vibe later that they don't really like that girl. So we start, we get to talking. It's me and the birthday girl and then her other friend. And I'm going to be the birthday girl. And Justin, you're going to be the other friend. Okay. And I want you to talk like a girl that's just rambling and I want Joe to be me. Okay. Because okay. we, this what this went on for two minutes. Okay. So okay. I'm going to ramble. Sure. And Go by ahead. the way, when I, when, when I ramble, you keep rambling. I'm gonna we're gonna so, co-ramble. Right. Okay. Okay. So, so here we go. Is, we're I'm, talk, I'm you. Yes. Okay. So then we went to the store, and then I got. I, I need, need to buy to sunscreen. It was so phone. amazing. And then you we went to the to falls in there. In Japan. The light was so great. Hold on. Let me find it. Hold on. This keeps going. I'm like, do you realize I can't? I don't understand. You're both talking to me. You're both doing this to me. I have a move. I have a move. I have a fucking move. And it's yours. And it's very basic. But I do this all the fucking time. I love fucking meeting up with listeners. Yeah. And I, they're friends, not fans. But every now and then, that fucking exact to a T scenario, people that have such social blinders on yeah. that their ears turn off and they can't hear that a conversation has already started. And I'm being flanked by two people. <laughs> I start dramatically turning my head <laughs> back and forth. I start doing this. Where I will whip my head 90 degrees and look at them to make it very clear. That you're both One of you needs to shut the fuck up. Preferably both of you. All of your stories are awful. God, that... Oh, I get the oogies thinking about that. And then the other... The friend who's not... The one that's rambling, but not the birthday girl. We started talking about... Because they know that I'm with Dave, so they figured out that we're touring and all this shit. So she asked me, have I ever been to Jacksonville? And I go, I mean... I mean, technically, I... Flew to Jacksonville and spent the night and got up at 4 a.m. Because then we were going to that's you take this military flight out of Jacksonville to go to Guantanamo Bay. I don't know if that counts if I've been to Jacksonville, but yeah. And then I guess I think her husband's in the military, but I guess saying Guantanamo Bay meant she thought we were going to talk politics. Oh, God. And she goes, Make America Great Again. She goes, What was that name of that black president we had? Oh. I was like, Is that a real question? Don't even want. What? Is this the easiest uh, trivia ever? Right. Okay. Black president. Barack Obama? And she goes, Did you, are you probably a Democrat? I go, I'm not talking politics, lady. No. Do you like him? Because I didn't. It's okay if you don't. Lady, I'm not talking politics. There's no scenario where I'm going to talk politics. You know what I said? Okay. I was going to say, you know what I would have said to her? If she said she was from Jacksonville, I said, do you know Mac Burke? <laughs> yes. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I vote for the Burkson party. Yes, yes. yes I'm a Burksonite. Okay, I'm a, I'm a Burbsonite. And then the other two start talking to me. There was there was one chick who was sober, and she was actually cool to talk to. But the other one organized it, and I wore this exact outfit for this purpose. Okay. She's, they're all kind of flirting with me in a way. But. She takes, I have like a, a short sleeve button up shirt on right now, and I have a white undershirt. It's got a uh, look to be uh, flamingos on. Yeah. Well, first of all, she goes, Where'd you get that shirt? I go, uh, I literally just bought it for the Joseph A. Bay. She goes, Can I see the brand? I said, Okay. She go. looks in the back. She goes, Oh, my dad used to wear that. He's dead now. I was like, Okay. <laughs> Thank right. you. All right. Thank you. Glad for adding he that. He died in a right. hundred. <laughs> I don't know what you're calling me, an old guy. Then she takes my t shirt and pulls it. She goes, I want, you should take that off. I want you to go in the bathroom. Take that off and then just put this shirt on. Well, I'm not doing that. 
Because now it'll look better. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing this shit. For you. I want you to do that to her and yeah. see if you're here today recording this podcast. Yeah. Go ahead. Right. You know what? Your hair is a yeah. little dated. Uh, you should probably right. maybe uh, use like, a little not, bit well, less hair. Well, that's going to be insulting. Not doing it. <laughs> but let yeah. Rob go and yeah. just go ahead and just literally flip the arrow in the other direction. Reach out. Grab her shirt. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, you're your talking shirt. about yeah. that part. Oh, yeah. yeah. And go, hey, I need you to Be better get without this that. off. Yeah. And yeah. see more cleavage. Yeah. Your shit is right. in cuffs. Yeah. Five minutes. So I, and the other girl sober is like, it's no, you don't need to say that. She's getting uncomfortable. She didn't really know this chick, basically. Right. The other girl, the birthday girl's friend. So uh, somehow Instagram, I followed the one, the birthday girl, who was kind of hot, actually. And I had fallen asleep by then, but I woke up. To like five missed Instagram phone calls oh, from really? them, and I'm like, I don't know what would have happened. Yeah, yeah, because it was fucking. You dropping. wouldn't have been wearing that undershirt. I would not sure. have been. You might have been wearing an overshirt. The I can tell you what it would have been. It would have been seven hours of fucking ordeal. Yeah. I mean, when we were all younger men, mm-hmm. have you ever gone through the fucking hen gauntlet until the sun starts to crest <laughs> the horizon, yeah. and you still haven't gone to the pay window? And you're like, I don't know at what point I'm going to fucking bounce on this. That's, that's that group. That's that group. Yeah. That group. Let's go to another bar. It's 315. There are oh, no, no other bars. Yeah. They would have drugged you around town by the collar of your soul until the sun came and over I the did, fucking horizon. I didn't have it in me. You, you're, a younger man, maybe. I, even a younger man. They messaged man. me the next day, and they had been on a bruise, bruise cruise, and they were, the girl was in bed, and, and it's a video, and like I'm on the beach, and but she's hammered. It's like 4 p.m., and she, this is what she's laughing at everything I said. I go, yeah, I just uh, had, I ate some tacos. <laughs> oh, funny. Oh You're God. funny. Oh, wait, what, I just said nothing funny. I've had this tacos. is literally nothing this funny. This is my act. Yeah. 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 It's all things Yeah, I there was some tortilla chips, too. <laughs> <laughs> and salsa. <laughs> and then, like, what are you doing later? I said, uh, well, we nothing ever happened. I was nothing. like, I can't hang out with them again. But overall, it was a great trip, and I would I can't wait to go back and make it like a, a yearly thing. I pulled up something on my phone when you started talking about that uh, dog shit meal that you had on the cruise to nowhere. Yes. And the only place it visited was Frustration Island, where one of the things that <laughs> I didn't really get into on JSS about Japan was the food. Uh Sushi apparently is a fucking big deal and it's special and it's not like regularly available. I thought I'd be eating sushi yeah. fucking morning, noon and night. No, I had trouble finding a sushi restaurant in Tokyo that I could just walk into. I didn't. I ended up finding they weren't one. just fucking with you. I was like, I just, <laughs> did you get a California roll? I, I was going to get a cucumber <laughs> roll. I was like, Can I get seaweed salad? Um, you got general so's. So we ate our, our body weight in ramen. And it's like pork ramen. It's uh, this other like sea urchin ramen. There's no shrimp, no chicken, no beef. It's fucking pork and matcha and some You're other. You're making stuff. a face. Was it good? It was. It was. It was, the first night. It was immaculate. Oh, I see. Seventeen meals later, yeah, like, I done. can't do it. Well, we go to this um, farmers market in Kyoto. Now Tokyo is New York. Kyoto is like a Charleston, South Carolina. Okay, yeah. Very cultural. They say, what, what do the tour guides say? It's like if um, Tokyo is the brains, Hiroshima is the spine, Kyoto is the heart of Japan. Yeah. Super cultural. Real moving shit. I won't bore you with any of that. But we went to this. We should th- give ourselves those monikers. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm the balls. You're the asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the t- <laughs> and we went to this fucking food stand where, I mean, they had everything from urchin to pufferfish to tripe 
to these weird gelatinous balls covered in fried fish scales. Isn't that where COVID came from? That's, we went to the Wuhan market. <laughs> yes. and I said, I'm going to eat something fucking weird. And I did. And I ate... A, I've been to one of these markets where I have all that crazy shit. I ate a grilled baby opto- octopus okay. on a stick. All right. Well, that doesn't sound bad. I, it looks just like a baby octopus. And about... A minute and a half prior to this thing having a wooden stick shoved up its ass, <laughs> it was fully alive and swimming. <laughs> and this guy tongs this thing. days took a turn. It was yeah. a lie. You saw it a lot. Swimming around. Yeah. Just begging to be let free. This guy, do you know how he prepared it? He took it out of the water and held up the same lighter you used to light a cigar with. Holy shit. And just fucking torched it. Right. the shit oh, out of this. Butane. Great death. Trigger lighter. And I'm Oh, that's what you go. Watching. Being burned to death. Yeah. <laughs> As the guy who's about to eat you stares at you. Uh, I heard they don't have any nerve endings. I hear they have more than humans, and they actually feel the same pain and, uh, and sorrow that dogs do. So I want you to watch. I'm going to play. I'm going to play. I want you to see if you pick up on what happens here. So... I have, I have the, uh, I have the, the there's the octopus. I'm that's, having trouble eating. Face, yeah. It smells bad. I go in. Now pay attention. Yeah. Right there. Oh, yeah. I know what happened. What happened? It squirted in your mouth. It's brain fell. Out. <laughs> uh, pay attention one more time. Okay. When I take a bite, look yeah. at the skull right mm-hmm. there. I go to sink my teeth. Are into you supposed it. to eat the brain? Everything and. Is that the best part? It's there brain. It goes. That sure did. Hey, you know disgusting. what? That's a pretty big brain. It's yeah. a large brain. Apparently, it's capable of feeling pain, empathy, <laughs> Oh, there's a whole documentary about some octopus and, following some guy around, right? Yeah. My friend, the octopus, or whatever that thing's called. Yep. And uh, I uh, ate its fucking nephew. What, I put any sauce? Any Chick-fil-A sauce with that? Any Just seasoning? Just butane char. All right. I would it. tell you this. I would have gone tentacle first. Yeah. We did. I went around the edge a little bit. I took some nibbles. It tasted like a goddamn kitchen sponge there was no flavor there was no nothing no sauce nothing there was nothing they don't use salt they don't use pepper now i've heard it's outrageously expensive what's that cost you what, it's, it, honestly 35 it's, bucks it, Seven thousand yen it's not bad honestly the, 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 the i'm guessing you paid eight bucks for it uh no that was like a three dollar oh $3 hell yeah treat. oh awesome it, the, the, to eat and travel in that country is not bad you're gonna spend a lot on mass transit Tune into the Patreon about how mass transit mm. went impeccably wrong on us. <laughs> as one of us, and I won't tell you who, but you could probably take a guess, became the enemy of a nation. <laughs> um, the food was honestly kind of a letdown. We had a lot of ramen. We had a lot of street food. We did have this this food called melon pan, which yeah. was like a bread that's the outside is like this crunchy cookie and the inside super soft. And we did get sushi, and the sushi was am- mm. amazing. But I bought this jacket. At a place called Ribera. Oh, I saw that jacket. It's badass. It's, yeah. it's a legendary pro wrestling steakhouse. We're in the eighties. A pro wrestling steakhouse. Yes. It's Never a, even heard of that. That those words put together. You had it on your itinerary to make sure I, you oh, went there. It was yeah. on the I have to fucking go here okay. or I'm gonna consider my trip to Japan a failure. Where this restaurant became famous in the eighties when you get some corn fed fucking guys from like Kentucky, Alabama, mm-hmm. Georgia. They would go to Japan to wrestle. And there were no steakhouses. And you're not going to get some fucking flyover state kid that grew up on a farm to eat grilled baby octopus brain. You're going to get them to eat beef. And this gotcha. is the front of Ribera Steakhouse. There's Goldberg. 
There's Hulk Hogan. Nice. There's Dr. Death, Steve Williams. Okay. These are all guys. There's John Cena. There's um, CF. There's some oh, for real. These oh, are the top of the yeah. top, right? Yeah. It is a fucking honor. It's a privilege. And now Boyd Pussy's eight there. Boyd Pussy, <laughs> the, uh, the what, what was my name? The Royal Advisor to the King of Maryland Championship Wrestling, Justin <laughs> Schlegel. I went there. And I, I went and I queued up every fucking photo I had of me wrestling. Because if you show them you're a pro wrestler, the guy that owns the place is a major fan. And all the old wrestlers would go there because it was literally the only place in the country in the 80s that you can get a steak. Yeah. And they said the steak is awful. There's no side dishes. One of the worst steaks I've ever had. <laughs> Denny's. It was, Denny's blows his place out of the yeah. water. So you had the equivalent of the steak I had on the Hawaiian, the dinner cruise. I can assure you. Did they have Hawaiian Evan, rolls? They had nothing. You they, wish. That's they had a, amazing. I queued up every photo I had and yeah. showed this guy, like, that's me in the ring and that's me getting super gigged. A lot of me getting attacked. I remember yes. early on the offensive. And I said, I, I, the, the jacket, please. I need the jacket. And Mudge is with me, and she's fucking embarrassed, and I'm taking pictures with the owner, and that's the guy's son that nice. runs the place, and he's the one that bestows upon a jacket. And I'm showing him the photos, and he is thoroughly unimpressed. <laughs> <laughs> he had Hulk Hogan in there. He's, <laughs> yes, he's had John Cena. He's had yeah. the Road Warriors yeah. are in there. I text Chris Jericho. Oh, I text okay. Carl Anderson from the Good Brothers. Yeah. And I say, I am in Ribera right now. I need, I don't hear back from Chris. I do hear back from Carl Anderson. And this is so fucking embarrassing. This is so embarrassing. I'll even, I'll even pull, I'll pull the DMs up. Oh God. So I hit up Carl Anderson and I said, Hey, good brother. I am in Ribera right now. Here is the entire fucking text exchange. There I am. I'm in Ribera. Nice. I. They all say hello. Hell yeah, brother. Miss that place. This place misses you. Great vibe inside. I used to put my tag title on and drink until the place closed. I'm showing this guy this. That's impressive. Well, I start showing the guy the DMs, yeah. the owner. And I've told the story before about how my dad rolls his fucking R's in Mexican Ooh. restaurants. Oh, no. Well, I catch myself going, my friend, Carl Anderson. <laughs> My friend, Carl uh, Anderson, he, I'm fucking saying it, and I'm, I'm, I'm bending my verbiage. Mudge is looking at me like, shut the fuck up, you dork. And I eventually, he's not impressed. He's not impressed. No. Keep, keep in mind how I just spoke. Yes. He's not impressed. And I stand out front, I mean, real whipped puppy. And Mudge goes back inside, and she goes, hey, this guy fucking flew across the planet. He needs one of those jackets. Anything you have to sell him, please. She stepped up. And he says, want some employee there in broken English, no, we'll sell you a hat. And I'm like, I'll take it. I'll take a hat. Yeah. And I put it on. And I kept staring. And I just stared at him. <laughs> and finally, I see him roll his fucking eyes. And he goes back behind the counter, disappears into a room. He comes back around the corner and pops his head and goes, hey, motion's over. And he goes, 30,000 yen. 30,000 yen. How much is that? It's a couple hundred bucks. Oh, and he's got you. He goes, hmm, pulls his finger up to his lips. Like, yeah. This is, this is a secret. This is a secret. And then in the most perfect English I've ever heard, goes, honestly, I really appreciate you stopping by. What you guys think of the meal? Was it good? <laughs> oh, God. And I go, I did a fucking accent in front of a guy that speaks. <laughs> 
He could be speaks. doing voiceovers for 98 Rock. He could do movie phone. <laughs> yeah. With a Tony Thornton. Yeah. <laughs> really appreciate you stopping by. Thank you so much for that donkey steak we just gave you. If it wasn't for your girlfriend growing a set of balls, you'd have never owned one of these things. So, yes, I used a fucking accent on a guy that spoke better English than I do. And I got the jacket. I haven't taken it off in nine years. Yeah, I saw you wearing it. I will never take it off. Yeah. I will wear it's that jacket. It's your go-to jacket. It's, now, people, there are people who know who know. They'll see that jacket. I the, my, Oh, this guy's somebody. The wrestling friends, at the beginning of this program, he talked about how great the murder mystery was. All of them. They were like, fucking what the DM fuck? like, you motherfucker. Yeah, nice. We've been wrestling for a decade. You've taken five super kicks and have got two shitty promos, and you got a Robert jacket. When CM Punk used to work for the WWE and they did a 90s throwback night, he came to the ring wearing a Ribera jacket and he wrestled in the Ribera jacket. The Ribera jacket is legendary and I have one okay. of these things. And, and Robbie, guess this as well. Justin, don't say. You said you, you paid 200 right? Yes. What do you think is the maximum he would have paid? <laughs> it sounds like you didn't <laughs> scoff at the 200 You, you 500 I'm going to guess too. That sounds about right to me. I think he might have paid six hundred for mm, it. I would have said, mm, "Well, now I have to just go higher." I'm going to say seven hundred bucks. I was prepared to spend a thousand dollars on that. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way. I mean, so this was a discount that he yeah, gave you. I'm going to show you. I had an itinerary. I wrote down the things that I want to do mm-hmm. in Tokyo, and trench for drinks, and there it is. Fucking the second thing down. Yeah, Ribera Steakhouse. I have to go to it. Now I think you, you two, did it, baby. I think you two also know about what happened the first night I was there in Shibuya. Yeah, I fucking did stand up. Oh yeah, oh you that's, did. Right. that's right. Yes, I you said you murdered. Right, yeah. I found in Shibuya. Shibuya Crossing is the classic. Did you do the voice thing? Intersection. <laughs> oh uh, god, uh, I'm not even gonna act it out because I don't want to get in trouble. I caught myself doing it like a fucking dumb gump. And no, and God, Mudge has roasted me every day since. Like because I watched Raw recently, and the Good mm-hmm. Brothers come out. And SmackDown, uh, here comes Carl Anderson and Luke Gallagher yeah. goes, hey, Justin, what's that guy's name again? I'm like, no, okay, fuck you. Okay, <laughs> I get it. I, I talk like an asshole. But the first night we're there, we're just we're going into every shop. We're going into every ramen place. We're going into every anime store. I'm fucking losing it. And we find this coffee shop, and it's, it, sees, it says the Tokyo Comedy Club. And I'm like, I got to see what this place looks like. I go upstairs, fucking white dude from Indiana behind the bar. And I go, hey, how you doing, man? I, I, I just noticed you guys got a comedy club. I wanted to come in. He's like, yeah, we're just doing a showcase thing tonight. It was a Sunday. And he's like, it's just was a it couple crowded? of locals. 18 people. Right. There was a six-person lineup. You've been there, done that a million Yes, times. I have. Yeah. And I probably will again. Four of them were expats. Two of them were locals. And the owner of the place is a host. He's from fucking Ontario. And he comes out. And it's I goes, international and I show said, hey, here. man, I wanted to just stop by. I, uh. I just I saw you guys got a comedy club. He's like, oh yeah, you know, the show's almost over. We got another one tomorrow. Like, yeah, I'm just visiting. I actually, uh, I do stand up in the states and all that. And he goes, well, let me put you on. <laughs> I go, oh, no, 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 I don't. I, I'm just. I wanted to stop by and see it. And he goes, ah, oh, come on. And and we're talking a little bit, and I'm getting the vibe from him that he's been told by other people. Oh, he thinks you're going to suck. He thinks I'm full of shit. Yeah. Oh. I think he thinks I'm full of shit. He goes, hey, stand up. Yeah, you should go on. Why don't you go? He, this guy's got no. I hate to say no skin in the game. It's his club. He runs it, but the show's almost over. Yeah, the crowd are they buying you less as a comment than the other place bought you as a wrestler? Yes, place, <laughs> that place was more convinced that I had been in the ring with Cena than I yeah. had been on stage with Larry XL. Right, and I, I'm hearing the crowd, and it, no one's doing well. 
They're fucking bombing as we're having this conversation. What's the crowd like? Is it locals? It's a little tourist, a couple okay. locals. As right. they said, 18, smattering of They all speak chairs. English? Most do. Yeah. That helps. And the lady on stage <laughs> has a fucking redneck yeah. accent. Yeah. Another one having a, like a Canadian, don't you know, kind of accent. Then someone went up, full fucking Japanese, broken English. And he's like, yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you five. I go up. I fucking murdered about as <laughs> they probably, hard as I've murdered maybe in five years. Did you do the sushi play closer? I, I, I did the fucking ramen joke. I did the you know four flavors of ramen. You beef, did it? Chicken, shrimp, you did oriental. It, yeah. How do you have three meats in a culture? Fucking yeah. people are throwing their babies yeah. in the air. I'm doing fucking crowd work. I'm talking about I got three kids, two of which I like, one of which I love, yeah. all that. And that's the fucking mom back there. Me and we're not getting laid tonight. Am I right? High five, yeah, black yeah. guy, big yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like how many Japanese women have you sent to uh, you know the, the, the hospital? I'm 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 fucking destroying. And would you I do an hour? <laughs> I did about fifteen minutes. And uh, I wasn't getting lit. And I and I get off stage, and his demeanor is a lot different. Was he like, can you do, can you work this week? He asked me to come back the next night. Yeah. He's like, hey, if, if you'd like, you know, I could get you a tab tomorrow. I'm like, ah, you know, yeah. we got plans, but you know, thank you for the time. I just want a jacket, and yeah, all I wanted was this jacket and all that. And I and I pulled up as we were there. I pulled up the old announcement of the 2010 Just for Laughs Montreal Comedy Festival. I was like, yeah, that was one of the last times I did stand up internationally. <laughs> and if you're not familiar, Montreal is is a big deal for young comedians. And at that moment, he realized, like, yeah. I fucking legitimately had a comedian there. And, and you know me. I'm the first to tell myself I ate a dick, even if it was an okay set. I fucking murdered. I mean, <laughs> nice. I was up there, and Mudge was impressed. Like, give me sex kind of impressed. Did she? Nope. Oh, but right. it was still, we <laughs> that were week, for sure. That week, for sure. And she got a little sick on the way there, so mm. her tummy was a little unsettled. But uh, overall, trip was unbelievable. Thank you guys for keeping it under wraps. I didn't talk about it really with anybody except for the people I needed to have fill in mm -hmm. for me. So uh, yeah, no, no, I know it was, it was on your bu bucket list. We'll we're gonna have to talk about my cruise the next episode. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Hackman, there is video. How about this? If we do a Die Laughing Productions DLP Agenda live show, maybe we'll put together a little video montage of some stuff, and I'll put it in there. But Mudge did film me. So oh, we got, hell yeah, we got, we got footage of. So we can see and go, wait a minute. Hey, this motherfucker. <laughs> I'd rather have footage of you trying to get that jacket at that steakhouse. Just me standing there staring like a fucking psychopath. So I, I got, we, sorry, I was going to say, we, we saved a lot of stuff for the next episode. One thing I forgot even to talk about the pre-show. Please don't let me forget that uh, Gramps has a new love. Oh, yeah. Ooh, for that's for next week. Oh, yeah. Love interest God. for next week. You know about Carrie Underwood. You know about Kelly Cuoco. I don't know if you do or not from the big, Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Kunis, and clearly you know about Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. There's a brand new... As a matter of fact, he goes, I can't, every time I like a picture, I keep seeing a bunch more. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, no. And we have another thing down there where uh, I wrote down on, on our screen here, our itinerary, the baseball situation. The, the movie The Sandlot has come to life in my household. Okay. If you know about that plot okay. line and you know about uh, uh, is Dennis Leary, is a, That's the dad, yeah, the yeah, dad yeah. of the kid, yeah. Dennis Leary's prized possession. Oh, that has come to pass in my house. Oh no, okay. If you know the plot line, to, I do. Uh, I do know. You want to see a? Uh, you want to see a text from a certain someone that I lived with and went to Tokyo with? Oh god. Here, I'll show you. know, I'm gonna show. I'm gonna show one of y'all. Oh, this is what's right. called a tease. Yeah. This is a tease. Speaking of movies, uh, listen to Doug loves movies. I got Eric Woodworth on. It was one of the few 
uh, first time I've ever been on that show where I was the most famous guest. So, <laughs> but it was at All the right. Improv last week. That's out now everywhere you listen to podcasts. Doug loves the movies. Myself, Eric Woodworth. I'll let you read this. This was uh, at one o'clock, not too terribly long after our uh, DLP business meeting. Yeah. Okay. Read that text right there, just from top to bottom. You'll see read the whole it out plot. Loud? You'll see the whole plot line unfold. Go ahead. Okay. Read it out loud. Go ahead. Uh, may we play with that baseball again? It's in the office. Sorry, I'm just seeing this. Did you find the case in my office on the collectible shelf? We lost the ball in the woods. I feel terrible. Ha ha ha. No, you didn't. Yeah, we actually did. No. Ha 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 ha. Should I scroll up? Nope, that's it. <laughs> oh, no. That the ball that I threw out the first oh, pitch. Oh, my God. At the oh, first my God. Are you kidding me? It's oh, gone. my God. I would fucking murder somebody. It's gone. Oh, my God. Is well, there any repercussions? Is it just like, oh, well, do kids get punished in your house? We'll get into it next <laughs> week. Later. 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 Mike O'Mara, Radio Entertainment. <laughs>